listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Oh, let's go with breaking news right off of yes. the top. Yes, let's go. Okay, let's go. Um, LFG for those who speak text. Uh, we'll get to that in just a second. It is Mark Willard and Arnie Spanier in for Joy Taylor, the start of an all uh, Willard Spanier weekend, which I'm very, very excited about. Uh, we get to hang out now for a couple hours, and then I'm going to bombard your show tomorrow night. Yes. You can't say no. <laughs> Looking forward to it. What all the, I can't wait to see what, what happens tomorrow well, with the way all the news breaks lately. Right. So we've got a lot of NFL stuff because we always do, and that's where the breaking news is that we'll get to in just a second. Tomorrow's Selection Sunday. Baseball free agency is coming at you in a way it never has before, and maybe it should. We'll get to that. By the way, that is the secondary piece of breaking news. Maybe not as exciting, Arnie, uh, but you say Kikuchi to the Blue Jays. Uh, your thoughts, please. <laughs> that's, I thought that's where we were going to lead. Yeah, I was no, so surprised about that. That's not, that's not quite it, but baseball free agency is coming at you pretty quick throughout the week, and I think it's going to be a very active 48 hours on that front. We'll get to all of it, uh, but so glad that you're with us, and uh, we do want to get to Deshaun Watson, how things have changed for him, how it changes the landscape of the league momentarily, but the Browns will be the landing spot for Amari Cooper. The Cleveland Browns, Arnie Spanier, America's favorite send-us-your-big-name wide receiver NFL team. They seem to do it now three years in a row. And uh, and here comes Amari Cooper, who will now be Baker Mayfield's uh, top uh, replacement, if you will, for Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, whatever you want to call it. Oh, wow. I, I th- maybe I'm seeing it wrong then, Mark, because I, I see it a, a little bit different than you. Um, you know, w- when I see something like this and I say, OK, the Browns are obviously making move. Um, you, you, they want to get better. They have to do something at wide receiver. Uh, no more Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, they want to go ahead and get somebody around and Baker Mayfield. Then I'm saying to myself. But is Baker Mayfield solidified coming back? I mean, he has that what one year left on that contract. Is this all because they wanted to get more talent around somebody like a Deshaun Watson, where you've heard the rumors that maybe Cleveland's interested in picking him up? Is that what this is about? Is well, this about picking up somebody so they can have somebody to play with Deshaun Watson? That's the question, I guess. I mean, the Deshaun thing is incredibly interesting, and I do think it brings more people to the party than we knew. Like, for instance, we've known for a while who the four, five, six, teams are that absolutely desperately need a quarterback. Give me your New Orleans, your Tampa Bay, your Washington, which is now turned into Indianapolis, your Pittsburgh, what have you. But yes, the the availability of Deshaun Watson, does it bring into play a Cleveland or or a Philadelphia? Yeah, Yeah. Seattle obviously now on the board as well. But um, yeah, I think it does because um, not only is it an opportunity to get a guy who from a talent perspective was a top five, top seven quarterback in the NFL for sure. Um, I don't know necessarily how much has changed with the Deshaun Watson situation when you look at it through an NFL lens. Yes, through a legal lens it's changed. Through an NFL lens, I still think he's going to get suspended. I still think there is is you know a PR thing that you're going to have to go through. But in the end, it's different sort of in the way of like, let's say you see that girl across the room and she looks beautiful, um, but then you get to know her and it actually even gets better or it gets worse based <laughs> on that, right? The, like the, the, the perspective changes. That's sort of what has just taken place with Deshaun Watson. He still has civil suits. He's still probably going to be suspended, but... The perspective change, the PR that you're going to have to figure out to your fan base is now different. 
Um, well, I guess we see this one different also. Do we? I, I, I think everything has changed about this. I think where Deshaun Watson was not touchable. I mean, nobody would even want to get close to that guy when he's gone through the last year to where the point is now um, I'm surprised he hasn't been traded already. I thought uh, they'd be coming out of the woodworks to pick him up now that he's, you know, cleared any legal wrongdoing. Now, you say civil, um, but I don't think that really matters to a lot of NFL teams, a lot of NFL general managers. They want to win, and they want to win now, and they need quarterbacks. And guess what? Here you have a quarterback who's played how many years? What, four years, three, four years? Yep. Who has not taken a toll on his body, who is a damn good quarterback. And now you have him there. They're dangling you. They're dangling him in, in front of the whole NFL. No, I, I think there's a lot of teams and, um, that would be interesting. I, I think that's changed. The dynamic, the dynamic has changed there. Now that he hasn't, there was a time, Mark, that I thought that that guy was never going to play in the NFL and, and maybe do jail. Time right now right. he's coming back and I don't know longer what is he going to be suspended for exactly? Well, Mark? okay, I, you know, so yeah. so we actually do see this pretty yeah. similarly and, and and let me add to your point about Deshaun. He's twenty six. He's still just twenty six years yeah. old. Yeah. So yeah. You, you're if you are now looking at someone who is as you put it, he's quote unquote he's touchable. He's acquirable now. Yeah. You can pass. I get all that. What I meant is I don't know that much has changed in terms of what the NFL is going to do about this. I still think you're looking at a decent sized suspension because the NFL has proven in the past you don't need to be found guilty in a court of law in order to be suspended. Ezekiel Elliott was suspended. If we if we asked everybody why was Ezekiel Elliott suspended, ninety nine. Nine out of 100 NFL fans would be like, yeah, I'm not, I, I'm not sure. There was something, and there was a girl, and people didn't like Yeah, like, but is the NFL going to interview 22 women or whatever the allegations were? I mean, that that's going to take like a year, is it not? They're not going to go ahead and rush. They haven't I done mean, anything up till now. Is that the case? Have they not done anything up until now? They, they, I've not I mean, heard of them doing anything well, up until now. Well, of course, but yeah. similar to when MLB lockout ends this week and free agents sign 12 minutes later, do you think that the first call to the agent just happened in those 12 minutes? I mean, these people are always talking. They're always doing their work behind the scenes. NBA free agency is my favorite one. It hits at that midnight hour, yes, right? Yes, NBA, right, and, right? And that at 12.01, it's like max contract. It's like, wait a minute, you weren't allowed to talk to that guy. How did that happen? So I would imagine, I don't know this, but I would right. imagine that in high-level NFL circles, knowing that you're talking about one of the faces of, of the league, this is a high, high-level quarterback I would imagine that due diligence has been done. Who's done nothing criminal, right? Well, that, who's that's, done nothing criminal. That's right, but right, but right. the precedent is set that even right. in the lack of of a, of a criminal proceeding, if there is a civil proceeding, uh, and the NFL has the right to do it however they want, I, I mean, I would be shocked if Deshaun Watson is playing Week One this year. Shocked, but I wouldn't be shocked if he's playing Week Six. Right. So right. I, I think you're right in that he's now acquirable and a GM is going to say, look, if we can get that guy for five years, we'll take the four, five, six game PR hit and, and, and we'll deal with it. So that part has changed. I just mean if you are getting him, you better have another quarterback to handle the first at minimum quarter of the season because I don't think he's going to be there for that. Well, that certainly won't be Baker Mayfield. We'll see where he would end up. Um, you wouldn't be able to keep him on the team if you're going to go ahead and get to Sean Watson. And I don't even, I'm not even sure that a suspension is coming as quickly as you are. I'm kind of curious to see what the NFL does. Are they going to drag their feet? There's a lot to be done between now and the start of the 
the season before they just go ahead and start handing suspensions. And by the way, what, what is that the best place for Deshaun Watson? Are we just going to go ahead and put him in Cleveland? What about Seattle? Um, and would Baker Mayfield be a good fit in Seattle? Where one goes, the other one's got to go someplace else, right. Mark. So it's a domino effect here. Well, and, and there are a lot of teams still waiting. I mean, everyone thought that as soon as Carson Wentz went to Washington, Jimmy Garoppolo was going to be the next name on the board. He seems like a really good fit in Indy. It would make a lot of sense oh, yes. based on why Indy got rid of Wentz. They didn't like his leadership. Let's see who's a good leader. Oh, I know. How about, you know, the sparkling smile of Jimmy Garoppolo, <laughs> who handled everything perfectly in an awkward situation last year. So maybe that's going on. But that leaves on the board still a truckload of teams. And that doesn't even count the Cleveland Browns or the Philadelphia Eagles, teams who have quarterbacks who are, eh, you know, B-minus guys, who you're like, we could upgrade. But there are teams with nothing. Seattle, nothing. Pittsburgh, nothing. New Orleans, nothing. Tampa Bay, nothing. Carolina, apparently, uh, top story right now uh, across the board. Planning a quote-unquote aggressive offer at Deshaun Watson. So this whole thing is a trickle-down effect, and it totally pushes the Garoppolo's and whoever else, even the draft picks, it pushes them aside for a second, and and now Deshaun becomes the focus. But once he well, goes was I, somewhere, was I right or wrong? By the way, on Jimmy G, with two number one picks, was was that too much or is he way too much? Way too way much. too much. Yeah, I like uh, I, there was a dynamic the last time you and I did this two weeks ago um, that that I wanted to bring up with you just so that you know, like for your knowledge, right. Being doing what I do and doing this Monday through Friday in the Bay Area, I'm considered one of the biggest Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> media backers right. in, in, in the San Francisco Bay Area. And you came on with me, and it was like you wanted to double what someone was going to give versus what I thought. So, like, if you brought your opinion about Jimmy Garoppolo, if you brought that to San Francisco, like, if I had you on the show, and maybe I should. They'd kill me. I mean, people would be, fo- like, yeah, cars are going to be you, pulling over. Like, you, they, you they know what's so funny what you're saying about You want to know what's so funny about that? I repeated, uh, Chris Plank, who we were doing the show yeah. on Sunday, the next day heard that, and he repeated that, said I was crazy, and then he came back at the end of the day, and he sent me a text. He goes, you know something? I got to apologize. I think you're right. I go, think I'm right about what? He goes, Jimmy G. I think it may take two draft picks to, to get. So he kind of changed his mind. I'm, I'm wondering if well, it's somewhere in the middle or what, you know? Here's where I'll support you. Yeah. The, the quarterback price. Oh, the longer yeah, you go, yeah, the longer yeah. you go, it keeps going up. It always does. Remember when Kyler Murray ducked out on the A's and said, I'm thinking of going to the NFL, and the draft Knicks were like, eh, we're thinking maybe third round for Kyler Murray. Like, he doesn't have the size and blah, blah, blah. And then tick-tock, tick-tock, you get closer to the draft, and he's the number one overall pick. Right. It happens with quarterbacks all the time. The price will keep going up, and especially in a market like this where demand outweighs supply in a massive way. So I'm with you. I think the price might be higher than people think, but two ones? It's it's not two ones. I mean, you saw Wentz's price. Don't you think the league thinks Jimmy and Wentz, from a talent perspective, are kind of in the same neighborhood? Ooh, uh, I would I would give a little bit more to Jimmy, considering the success he's had recently. What would the Browns? I'm just thinking about this now. What would the Browns have to give up to go ahead and get the Sean Watson? And does that mean they would have to give oh. Baker Mayfield um, to the Texans? Was that would that be part of the deal? I don't know. I mean, I you know, obviously the Broncos deal with Seattle. That was a part of it, where they threw in their 
right. sort of like whatever quarterback. You'd have to take Baker because he's got what, one year left on the contract. Well, You'd yeah, have to you want don't that. you don't yeah. want him on the. I mean, unless the Browns just want to cut him. I mean, you're a year away from no, the end of his deal. Yeah. No, you would think you yeah. you can get something for Baker Mayfield. Of course, if yeah, you put him yeah. on the market. I don't know if Houston wants him. They kind of seem like they a little bit like so one year contract. Everybody yeah. so that, that's so well, doable. It, you know? Yeah, mix mix in a veteran with Davis Mills, who they kind of liked at the end of last year. Right, right. Houston's right. got time though, right? They're one of those organizations like no one's expecting you to be good this year. There's been such just, just so many problems in terms of, you know, we forget that prior to all the legal stuff that Deshaun was already demanding a trade and saying he was never going to play for that organization again. And there's, you know, there's a lot of PR so, issues with that. And so what is the record? I'm sorry to interrupt. What is no. the record on quarterbacks saying I want out and I never want to play here again? Um, because Russell Wilson's out. So that's one and oh, Deshaun Watson's going to be out. They'll be two and oh at yep. Aaron Rodgers state. So is it two and one now? Is that where we stand well, on, the, I, on the scale? There? I, I don't think Aaron, if Aaron wanted to go, Aaron would be gone. Well, but he was talking a tough game there yeah, for but, a while. But, right? I mean, yeah. have you noticed that, that, that yeah. this is something that Aaron just kind of does? I don't know if you've noticed over the yeah. last couple of years, Aaron likes his name in the news, and, and so there, there's always going to be that. I think if a quarterback, and we hear this, I wonder what you think, Arnie, because in the NFL, the popular thought is the team has the leverage. Contracts aren't guaranteed, and, and we can cut you any time, and, and all of that. It's changed. The quarterback now has the leverage. If they want out, they're out. If they want guaranteed money from top to bottom, Kirk Cousins, they get it. Like, they're the ones who are leading the way in in that conversation. If they want out, they will get out. You just saw Wilson do it, and uh, and Deshaun was going to successfully do it. So that's that's it's true across the board, at least provided that you are a, a good quarterback that, right, that a lot right. of people want. I mean, could you imagine Pittsburgh needs a quarterback? I don't know if you brought them up. Yes, of course. What's, what's going to do in their situation? And you're right, the quarterbacks certainly have the leverage right now. Um, and Aaron Rodgers could have forced his hand. We could have been three and zero if he really wanted to go and 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 gone to another team. I'm still thinking there's going to be more to come. But this has been fantastic. And um, hey, you, where there's always smoke, there's fire. When Russell Wilson said, and those four teams were released by his agent, right there and then. You knew irreconcilable differences. It was never going to be the same with Seattle again when you do something like that, Mark. And in all that conversation, a huge name that could factor in that we didn't even mention. Okay. Which I will give to you coming up in just a second. Uh, Willard and Spanier here in for Joy Taylor today on Fox Sports Radio, and it's brought to you by one of our favorite cities, Las Vegas, the greatest arena on earth. Every game, match, race, and competition, it is always on. No one does sports like Vegas, and the excitement is endless. So make sure you plan your trip today at visitlasvegas.com. Fox Sports Radio also wants to remind you that this April 28th through the 30th, Vegas will be hosting the 2022 Draft, an event that will be unlike any other with unparalleled energy and excitement that only the greatest arena on earth can deliver. The best part is, now through March 13th, we are giving away a trip for two to be a part of the energy and the excitement. That's right, you and the lucky person of your choosing. That can get a little tough, I know. There might be some competition for that spot, but you can win a trip to Las Vegas during draft weekend, April 28th through the 30th. It is sponsored by the Las Vegas Convention and Visitors Authority. The prize package includes round-trip airfare to Vegas, hotel stay on the strip, access to Fox Sports Radio's draft broadcast, and more. To enter and get the rules, visit uh, foxsportsradio.com. That is foxsportsradio.com. 
to win a trip to Vegas during draft weekend. The name that hasn't even come up yet that could and would be a huge one. Uh, Mark Willard and Arnie Spanier in for Joy Taylor on Fox Sports Radio. Mark Willard, Arnie Spanier in for Joy. Did you see the price on Amari Cooper yet, Arnie? What was it, like a fifth and a sixth or something like that? No, it was a fifth rounder and a sixth round swap. That's it. Uh, That's it. So salary dump for Dallas, number one. Uh, But number two, you know, your point, is this the precursor to a bigger move by Cleveland or is this just an opportunistic pounce by the Cleveland Browns uh, in getting a player who has name value and I think something left in the tank, Uh, maybe not what he once was, but something left in the tank. I I mean, you gave up nothing. This is this is just like we can fit his salary and you can't. That's what this deal right. was. No, I mean it really is bargain base, but you're getting like uh, thirty cents on the dollar, especially considering that what the Cowboys have to give up what a first round pick to go ahead and and sign him to big money. This is a win win situation for Cleveland, who certainly needed something to, uh, to to get at the wide receiver position. So whether it's going to be Baker Mayfield or Deshaun Watson, it was a good move. And then I also wanted to acknowledge uh, your uh, your geography and what took place earlier today as. You gave me the text, like, let's get let's get ready to go today. And, oh, by the way, go Vermont. Yes. Uh, America East final taking on the very famous UMBC. Holy smokes, it blew him off the floor. Yeah. 82 to 43 in the final? Yeah, that was What's going that on was out cr- there. That was a crusher. It's a good Vermont team. You know, just one thing on that, they say that they're going to uh, be like a 13 seed, which matchups uh, against a four seed. UCLA may be a four seed. I see a lot of matchups with maybe a UCLA and Vermont, which would be a lot of yeah. fun. But watch out for them in the tournament. I can't wait till uh, tomorrow yeah. when we're on for Selection Sunday. I you, love that. you think UCLA is all the way down at a four? That, that, and, if, and if they yeah. win tonight, if they beat Arizona oh, then tonight, forget about that. then no, I think yeah, then yeah. they're a two, aren't they? They could be. They could move up. They may be a three right now. Or they're right there on the on the borderline. But now that they got their win and made it to the finals of, of the Pac-12, maybe they are. And Arizona's down their point guard. So this is a uh, Arizona's one in six in their last seven against UCLA. So right, right. It's a tough game. Yeah, they they have been uh, they've been a little bit less dominant. But I do think uh, both those teams are two of the teams that you know maybe not. I mean Arizona might be top line. They might be one of the top five teams with an a chance to win it all. I think UCLA is in that second group with a chance as well. We'll get into some Selection Sunday stuff coming up in a little bit. But, uh, Arnie, there was one football team yeah. through the last five years that almost did it. They almost pulled the trigger. They're the only ones who came close. And that team was the Seattle Seahawks. And the only reason they didn't do it, and I'll tell you what it is in a second, but the reason they didn't do it is they felt like their current quarterback, Russell Wilson, they felt it would put him in a bad spot if they brought into their locker room underneath him a guy by the name of Colin Kaepernick. The only reason they didn't do it, they thought, was because his popularity amongst the other players was going to be so high that in some way it puts Russell Wilson in a bad spot if Russ ever has a bad game or two. So they didn't do it. However, yes. Russell's now gone. Right. It's the exact same regime who almost pulled the trigger on him two years ago. And now the opportunity to do it again and Colin and his representatives, and I know I'm with most of you who are saying, gosh, this this has been over for a few years. He's No one's going to sign him. But doesn't it feel like some things have changed? First of all, we already laid out 
supply and demand. Demand is huge right now. Supply is low when it comes to quarterbacks. Two, Roger Goodell has already come out a year and a half ago and said, we messed that up. We were wrong. The world has changed in these five years since Colin Kaepernick and the kneeling discussion and all of that. And then three, it is the Seattle Seahawks. Pete Carroll, John Schneider, who were very open to this idea once upon a time, who now have nothing at that position. Bingo. And Colin, smart, to put a video out right now, knowing that demand is so much higher than supply. What do you think? I I think my prediction is that Colin Kaepernick will be in camp with the Seattle Seahawks. Does that mean he'll make the roster? I don't know. Does that mean he'll be the starting quarterback? Probably not, but he's going to be on this team. Let me tell you why. First well, you did mention it. They were open to the idea the first time around, okay? Second of all, you would feel that if you signed Colin Kaepernick mm, two, three years ago, there would have been a really big backlash. Now, if you sign him now, yes, it's a really big story, but by no means is there a backlash. Matter of fact, there's a groundwell of support. Yep. Three, as you mentioned, they got rid of what Russell Wilson. You really don't need to fill that quarterback right now. It's a bad quarterback draft. Maybe you're not going to go and get one of these quarterbacks that are running around getting traded like maybe a Baker Mayfield or something like that. So maybe you want a one-year stopgap. Let's see what uh, uh, quarterback controversy we can have and and competition we can have um, now that we traded for one and we get a Colin Kaepernick. What does it hurt to, to, to put him out there for and let them compete? I don't see a reason why. Give me one reason why you wouldn't bring him to camp now that you don't have a quarterback. Just one reason why you wouldn't bring him in the camp. I, have no, I can't think of why. I'm, I'm with you because a lot of people are answering that question as they're listening to you say that right now and they're saying yeah. well because because Barney, nothing. nothing because tucker carlson's gonna show up at the camp <laughs> no no you're right it won't it won't anymore yes there will be 48 hours of blah 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 uh but in the end who cares and let me go a step further what is wh- any professional team i think a fan base always wants to feel like your brass that runs your favorite team Boy, they are hell-bent on winning every every year. What they're actually hell-bent on is being interesting. Right, They right. need to be able to hand their fan base a story because you can't compete every year. And Seattle this year, going up against the reigning champion Rams, the rising Cardinals, and the steady 49ers, Seattle right now is ticketed for fourth place. Exactly. They're not going to win the whole thing. So if that's the case, then you need to hand your fan base a story. In other words, well, we're building toward this. But how much can this group build? Their coach is in his 70s. He's in his 70s, Arnie. They're, 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 Pete Carroll and John Schneider are not like, you know what, here's our five-year plan. Uh-uh. There's no five years left on this. So right. they've got to do something now. And in the absence of being able to compete for a Super Bowl, become interesting in some other way. This is it. Well, there's no quick fix for Seattle. I mean, if they are bad for one year, let's say it doesn't work out. Kaepernick does play, but they don't have a great record. Um, then they go to the draft, and, and obviously they're looking at the Alabama quarterback or whatever they're looking at and, and, and seeing who's coming out that year um, because the quarterback draft has got to be a whole of a lot better the year following. So, it, again, it's a one-year stopgap, Mark. It's just going to go at one year. Like you said, they're the worst team in the division anyway. So what do you have to lose? And, and Pete Carroll is not getting any younger. 
There's not. He's never going to see another Super Bowl, so he's going to help start the rebuild. That there's, there's no reboot on this thing. You, even if you get a, a rookie quarterback, that's going to take years to turn around this team, and Pete Carroll won't be there that long. Yeah, that one makes a whole lot of sense. And then I also think, by the way, as soon as the dust settles on this, Deshaun yeah. will end up somewhere. Garoppolo will end up somewhere. Then there's going to be literally four or five teams left who are going to be like, well, um. Uh, we missed. We we missed on this party, and we've got to, again, we've got to now tell the story to the fan base of why it's okay. And so you're either going to have to draft a young guy, and there aren't many highly touted guys, no. or you're going to have to put someone in there uh, and, and say, hey, like, like yeah, we, we think we can do some things, be interesting, be a story this year. Uh, this I'll, I'll grant you, I thought it was over. I thought it was over two years ago. The way that the lay of the land has sort of ended up going, this is a last gasp, but I agree with you. It, it is a gasp. I think there's a chance he ends up back in the league this year. Yeah, And, and by the way, uh, Denver will never sniff a uh, division title with Russell Wilson, whose best years are behind him. He's a 33-year-old quarterback who finally got hurt, couldn't play all 16 games. It's not that he's washed up or anything. Um, they're just the third-best team in that division, and the Raiders are probably not far behind them, if not equal with them. So uh, he uh, he's not going to see a division title with that team. Well, don't get sucked in by the Chargers' talent, because as long as uh, I'm sucked in. As long as I'm they're, sucked in. I mean, Khalil Mack on one side, Joey Bosa on the other. Forget about it. Justin Herbert's amazing. But as long as they're in those uniforms, they'll find a way to mess it up. That's just the way it works. <laughs> That's the way it works, Arnie. I don't need to tell you that, and I don't need to tell Ralph Irvin that either as he hops in here with what is trending. Ralph. I think Drew Locke can hand off just as well. Oh, yeah. Well, wow. to, and, and, and to who? And to who? Come on, there's good receivers in Seattle. You, 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 you're going to take Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf and, and render them irrelevant in Seattle? You need Pete somebody. Carroll has the last couple years. No, they've they played. didn't want to they pass played. the ball with Russell Wilson. They played. <laughs> they didn't want to pass. They don't want to pass now, though. They just hand the ball off, take their losses. Uh, speaking of losses, there will Shut be losses. Shut up, Shut up! Okay, that's it. I'll send it back. <laughs> no, uh, there, there will be Sit losses out, today in the NCAA conference tournaments, but there will also be winners. And right now we've got a couple of semifinals in major conference action in the SEC. Texas A&M leading number 15, Arkansas, 49-44, 11-46 to play in the second half. 8-42 to play in the second half. Indiana holding on to a 55-52 lead over number 24, Iowa. That's in a Big Ten semifinal. It is a tournament final matchup in the MEAC, and that is where Norfolk State has a 47-37 lead over Coppin State, 12-14 to play in the second half. And, of course, earlier you mentioned it. Two seconds left. The Catamounts cap off dominance with dancing. Vermont wins the America East and is heading to their eighth ever NCAA tournament. 82-43 the final. It'll be their first tournament appearance since 2019. That was the call on Westwood One. Dallas sending Amari Cooper and a sixth-round pick to Cleveland for fifth-round pick and sixth-round picks in the upcoming draft. So the Cowboys get to determine where he ended up, not fear that he could end up with a rival in free agency. But now we send it back. It is a Fox Sports Saturday with 
Mark Willard and Arnie Spanier. Ah, Ralph, thank you very, very much. Hiring heating up. Indeed's hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all in one place, sponsor a post, and instantly receive a short list of quality candidates on Indeed, whose resumes match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. There it is. And Mark, by the way, I'm sorry. I just yeah, wanted, no, you may ahead. want to send it to LSU because they just uh, parted ways with their head coach, Will Wade. Um, so he is gone, especially after that loss to Arkansas, though I thought they were going to make the tournament. So I got to see that they did uh, uh, announce an interim coach, but we'll wait gone at, at LSU. Um, yes, he uh, that just uh, just came down two minutes ago. So thank you for that. And, and uh, speaking of being tournament bound and listening to uh, that final call for Vermont, you know, whoever their broadcaster did a great job of making it sound dramatic. Again, they won by 40. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, they don't go to the tournament. I, I get jealous. Uh, you know, you say, oh, it's the first time since 2019. Well, that was only three years ago. And, and one of the years that they didn't go to the tournament, there wasn't even a tournament. You know, I went to Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. I was just on campus a couple of days ago. I think I've been to the tournament once, Arnie. Once. Ever. So I, I get I get jealous of right, the, right, the, the right. small school that doesn't get to go every year, but they do get to go every few years. That's kind of where Vermont is now, isn't it? Well, yeah, it is, but uh, they go a little bit more often. They're living off their reputation of beating Syracuse in the NCAA yep, tournament. That's yep. going to live forever. They're looking for another upset. Maybe this is the year they get it. Um, uh, kind of is this kind of breaking news because people are arguing about this, whether it's a true story or not. I'll just bring it up on the air. Action Network. Work reporting that Jalen Hurts has removed quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles from his Twitter bio. That's as good as gold now. You know that, Mark, don't you? When you when you do stuff on your Instagram, your Twitter, your Facebook stuff like that, that that's that's better than inside source. Okay, for well, loud, all right. Know? So I've pulled it up. I'm yeah. on his Twitter feed right now. I cannot speak to what it said before. Right. I will tell you that his uh, his avatar, his picture, if you will, is still him in an Eagles jersey. Right. But what does it say in his bio? It says hashtag untamed and hashtag rare breed. (laughs) That's it. What does that mean? What is, what is he saying there, Mark? It, it, well, it means that he's a rare talent, and you cannot try to keep him down, Arnie. Stop trying to keep him down. <laughs> it's time to let him. It's time to let him loose. It's time to let Jalen throw the ball. Like, like I said, when there's when there's smoke, there's fire. Keep your eye on that one. Well, there, well there, there's been rumors like that. It's not like we're breaking news here. There, there's been rumors about Philadelphia looking for a quarterback, also. Well, uh, no doubt. I, I, I've heard actually a few people predict that Philadelphia would be the landing spot for Deshaun Watson. Carolina preparing an aggressive offer, but how often do you see it land that way where there's a story ahead of, oh, they're they're about to go get him. It's like that means you're probably not going to go get him. I mean, that, that we don't telegraph it that way. We'll see if the Freddie Freeman uh, stakes in baseball, for instance, go that way. A lot of smoke around him and the Dodgers right, over right. the last 24 hours, but it, it hasn't happened, which if I were to read something into that means that Maybe the Braves are trying to match it, and Freddie would like to stay, and he's waiting to see what they can. I don't know, but you saw what Murray did when he took the Cardinals off. Oh my God, it was talked for it, about it, two weeks. There. Well, there you go. And there was actually <laughs> there was actually a statement released by his agent in all caps in a weird font, sort of read like a children's book. <laughs> uh, but 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 there was something. So you're right. In fact, I don't even think this is smoke. It is fire. If you if you see. A player now 
do something on social media to change yes. a bio or a picture, right. you will never convince me that that doesn't mean something. Oh, it, I totally agree with it, you. It, it, it may yeah. sound immature. It doesn't matter. It's real. Yeah. Oh, it, absolutely. It's, it's totally it, real. It's, it's like lashing out is exactly what it is. And when you do that, you know, it, it's kind of like what uh, you want to give the analogy of couples breaking up. It's like when a couple breaks up and they immediately go, uh, no longer married or in a relationship, but they don't put single. And you're like, what does this mean? What's oh, going on? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You're right at it. You, know? you got to go Facebook right away, change your relationship status, and then have all your friends call you and text you and say, what's going on? And then you don't respond because you're trying to be mysterious. That's exactly what's going on here. I was tipped off to Kevin Durant coming to the Warriors in this way. Um, I, I, you know, I didn't get uh, text messages or any advance notice before it went you know, viral all over social media. But about 20 minutes before Kevin Durant signed with the Warriors – Somebody sent me a, a, a message on Twitter and said, look at this. And do you know what it was? What? Andrew Bogut's Twitter feed and his picture, his avatar, had been changed from a <laughs> Warrior jersey to the Australian national team. Oh, geez. And that's it. And someone said, now, what do you think this is? Why did he just do it? 20 minutes later, Kevin Durant was a Warrior. Bogut had been released and sent elsewhere. These guys are sending messages this way. Oh yeah, That's it's a, better than inside. It's better than inside sources. Mark is what it is. You no know? doubt, no doubt. So I, I like if that's true because again, I don't know what it said prior. But right. if he just removed Eagles quarterback from his, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo, go to Jimmy's Twitter feed right now. You want to know what it says? What does it say? Former Eastern Illinois quarterback. Wow. So, Jimmy, if, if for all the people who are like, you know what, Jimmy might stay, that's the 49ers putting it out in the agent world that they'd like the price to be higher. Well, so they're going to threaten that he might stay. He's gone. He's well, now go. people are saying that Jalen Hurts never had Eagle quarterback in his bio. Um, and now people are fighting over it on Twitter. So there's a lot of fighting going wow. on whether he had it or not up there. So What kind of a weekend is not it if we don't have a good Twitter <laughs> fight in there? Um, exactly. exactly. All right. So uh, speaking – of developing news in Major League Baseball. Um, should they be doing it this way forever? We'll get to that coming up in a few. It is Fox Sports Saturday, and in for Join Taylor, Mark Willard, Honorary Spanier, Fox Sports Radio. Mike check. Hey. Mike check. check. Do you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game? What's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. And let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture you will not find anywhere else to make your next move your best move and tap in with me on kj live wherever you get your podcast from all right fox sports saturday mark willard arnie spanier with you just getting our weekend started we'll do it again tomorrow night 8 to 11 Pacific time. You got that down. You Pacific got that down. Pacific time. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Do you see how I set things up? And I mean, just to bring people behind the curtain, a couple of weeks ago we were doing a show together. Um, I'd love to blame it on time zones. It was just a complete <laughs> brain fart. And uh, luckily, when you make this mistake on when you're supposed to do a show, uh, luckily I, I shot earlier 
yes, rather than later. later. Like, yeah, <laughs> what you don't want is that text when you're you're on in five minutes, Mark. Where are you? Um, I, I showed up like two two and a half hours before the show. Um, and, and and so uh, what I've set up is now anytime we're going to do a show together, I get very very specific directions from you about when I'm supposed to show up. And except I, so except for I, tomorrow, I, I find that helpful. Well, except for tomorrow, we got to move the clocks one hour. Uh, That's ahead. true. That's yeah, true. So yeah. Remember well, to do that. So. Well, remember the iPhone has changed automatic. Yes. Right. It has changed that whole process now. I mean, remember when we used to have to actually you do know it. set an alarm clock and figure? Oh my gosh, we got to do it an hour early because. <laughs> Oh, man. So that's all over. That's good. Um, Speaking of all over, should it be all over the hot stove? There's a phrase that has been dead for three years. Mm. We get to December. It's the hot stove. No, actually, it's completely cold because owners in baseball have decided to make players wait and really make them sweat and free agency. Remember Bryce Harper went into February or or whatever it was? And, and, And then combine that with a lockout this year where there was no hot stove at all. And then you get what we've got now. And I'm not saying that this has been overwhelmingly exciting over the last 72 hours. We've got Yusei Kikuchi going to the Toronto Blue Jays today. Carlos Rodon went to the San Francisco Giants yesterday. But the fact that this is all condensed now into a period where if you haven't been to social media for about two to three hours, you do feel like, you know what, I, I should go poke in and see if I missed anything. That's the way the other sports do it. Shouldn't baseball always do it this way? Well, first of all, one, people are a little still upset what happened to Major League Baseball and the players and why it took so long to get to this situation. Even though we are going to get all the games in, we are starting a little late. No big deal on that one. Two, you know, I used to live in Phoenix. I used to go to school in Tucson. Um my, uh, you know, exhibition or preseason baseball was like the best thing on earth, Mark. I'm telling you. I mean, if you ever wanted to get up close and personal with the players, go have a good time, enjoy the weather, have a beer, uh, go to a game with like 10,000 other people, it was spring training yes. in, in Phoenix, Arizona. It really was one of the best bargains in, in all of sports. And they've kind of taken that away also. It's not even a bucket list thing to do anymore where you want to go out to Arizona uh, and Ford and go see some of the teams and enjoy the sunshine and you know just enjoy get ready for the summer of baseball and all that you just don't do that anymore and you're right baseball has kind of missed the times we're talking about football now could you imagine everything that's happened this week in the NFL hell if even over the weekend yep. Colin Colin Coward's going to want to work weekends if we keep breaking news like this <laughs> I mean it's it's insane of all the football news football's taken over twenty four seven baseball's behind the times and this uh. This semi-lockout uh, really didn't help things at all there. No, Mark. you're you're 100% right across the board. Spring training now has gotten too expensive. I also think something, and COVID didn't help with this, it's sort of filtered into the brains of the players where it's like, I, you know, I, we don't need to grant access anymore. Like, that's what spring training was. You bring the kids out there, and you can get autographs Ugh. and get up close and personal. And now we've been through two two years where, where nobody wants to talk to anybody <laughs> unless you're 20 feet away uh, by by the way, that was the under-discussed uh, thing about the new CBA. I don't know if you, you you noticed this, Arnie, and I know that our our fans, our listeners may not care about this, but those of us who do this for a living, 
Huge news. We are allowed back in the clubhouse, Artie. <laughs> well, we're going to go talk to somebody, and maybe that will be good for spring training when it gets back to normal next year, <laughs> where we can get up close and personal with these guys again. They need to do that, even on a grassroots level, to get this thing going again. You know what, Juge? And by the way, you're in a baseball town. You're in San yes. Francisco. I'm in a baseball region because the Red Sox, the Yankees, a lot of Northeastern teams, very baseball, still very big around here. What's big is that the DH. I mean, we're not going to have uh, pitchers hit anymore. How long have we waited for the National League to get rid of the pitchers hitting and have, uh, you know, DH for all the leagues? And, well, and we're going to get it. It's amazing. National League cities actually will act for a long time like they don't like it. Um, you know, with, with you, Giants fans where I live, the, if you've been a Giants fan for a long time, you're considered a National League person. And this is offensive on some level. I've been trying to tell people for a few years, pick a different battle because you've already lost this one. It's coming. <laughs> it's kind of like what I used to say about Dan Snyder when they used to be called the Washington Blanks. Like, dude, you're not going to win this fight, so don't be on the wrong side of history. Same thing with the DH. It's going to take people, though, a little while, but they'll get used to it because you know what no one's going to miss? No one's going to miss the pitcher who's hitting oh, .087 at the plate. No one's going to miss that. And you don't have to take him out if you don't want to go and take him on out. It's going to add runs to a game. People want more runs in baseball, so it's a win-win situation. I think it was the right thing to do. All right, hour number two on deck. One thing does concern me about the new baseball deal, and March Madness, which really gets started in earnest tomorrow, is here to point the flaw out. That's next on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Indeed, we are with more, not just breaking, but developing news. LSU has parted with their coach, Will Wade. More on that in just a second. We are hightailing it towards Selection Sunday. And you know what that means, Arnie? It is time for us to act like we know things about (laughs) schools that we've never heard of. I'm over here grinding right now as we speak on Davidson and Norfolk State. And I don't think I could tell you the mascot for either school. I I am watching. I am ready, brother. I'm in. I am watching the Indiana-Iowa game. Oh, and there was a big three by Iowa, and it looks like they're going to win the game. There's .8 seconds left, and Iowa's up by three in the game. How about that? Wait a minute. Okay, two things just happened. First of all, your TV is nine seconds ahead of mine. I know that's ruining the game for Iowa Sam. I did that on purpose. Scream, uh, spoiler alert. Also, Iowa Sam, who is our technical director today, he is doing all kinds of gyrations right now around the studio. Now he's acting like he shot the ball. And then we, we also have to throw in, though, the, the anatomy of the game-winning shot that is off the backboard. It just doesn't like this was a backboard three. It doesn't feel as good. It counts. but Oh, but, come on. No, we it lost, feels great. It, it, we lost some pretty points there. Like, again, remember Paul Pierce? Did you call bank? I call game. Yeah, I Do call you, game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Take it to the that? bank. I mean, that one, I guess, was fine because he was out. He was only a couple steps in, uh, in from half court, and he did it in front of some like it was very contested so it was kind of a buzzer beater deal so i guess that's fine but i don't know i'm here for the aesthetics did i ruin it for i was sam did i ruin it for no 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 what happened was is you started saying it and then sam stood up and started doing cartwheels (laughs) yet on my tv it hadn't even happened yet so i'm like i I just the whole thing it was a scene it was a scene it's been an ongoing thing between me and plank on sunday night football because for some reason my tv in vermont is 10 seconds ahead 
ahead of everybody else. See, and I ruined the game for them. I, I, I'm over here. Th- I thought yeah. Vermont was ten years behind. What? I mean, you're telling me you guys are ten seconds ahead of us out here. It's amazing. What's happening? What are you? Please, no how's the weather in, in 2023? Snow, it's snow, Do you? It's I mean, snowing like crazy today. By the way, is we'll it really? Like a, yeah, we'll get like a, a foot of snow out here. Um, it's all the way down to the low 70s here where I am. Um, and so uh, terrifying for the people I feel for out you, here yeah. in Southern California and the roadways. Uh, you want no part of that. Uh, <laughs> no. no. I mean, it, it, I don't even think it's going to get to 80 today. So that's weird. But anyway, yeah, Iowa, uh, they are going to put three tenths back on the clock, Arnie. Okay, so 1.1 1. 1. 1 to go. Uh, and, and Indiana fans are now praying on national television. Um, <laughs> and, and go ahead for us, li- please, live. Name three players on both of these teams. Iowa well, and I have Indiana. The, yeah, guy. I have the box score. I'm sorry. Okay, that's, that's so I, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't have been able to name it anyway. So there you go. I mean, where's yeah. Sister Mary. That's all we need to like. That's the in the tournament. That's who becomes Sister Jean. Sister, yeah, Sister Jean. Loyal See, Chicago. Loyal <laughs> Chicago. I called her Sister Mary. I'm sure there is a Sister Mary too. But anyway, <laughs> Sister Jean. I mean, that's who becomes a character this time you know, of year. Mark, you mentioned you know name three players. My thing is this on the NCAA tournament. There's really no villains this year. Um, there's no like a Zion. Whether you want to see him play, you want to see him win, you want to see him lose. Um, Duke maybe because of Coach Kane and well, last and go around. Just Duke. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. In, in being in this last go round, it. it almost yeah. makes them sympathetic for the first time right, ever. Right. But otherwise, there's really, I mean, other there's no like great storylines. Nobody uh, top players like I want to see what this guy is going to do or top teams. Um, they say there's like 10, 15 teams that can win it all. There's no villains. It, it's kind of coming in now. We may have some close games and some buzzer beaters, which is always going to be great. But I, we don't have any good storylines coming into this tournament. Well, when your number one overall team and favorite is from a mid major. And I know that they yes, are. Gonzaga, I yeah. know Gonzaga is not that anymore in spirit, but they are. It speaks to what college basketball is like, and maybe that's perfect. Maybe it's perfect because college basketball, when we get to the tournament, uh, it, it is no longer and hasn't been for a while, Arnie. It's not about, you know, the days when Shaq was at LSU. Right. And and you were like, I can't wait to see. And, and even uh, a handful of years later, a Kevin Durant and a Greg Oden, like you were, you were signed up to see big names. That doesn't exist anymore. It really is just about the lines on the piece of paper and what number is next to that yes. school. Like that is, and to your point, everybody is upsettable. Every like there is nobody. There's nobody that uh, that that you know can walk clean in this one, even to the Sweet 16. I think it's going to be challenges across the board, up and down from the get go. No, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it. By the way, Iowa's going to hang on; they're going to win the game, so they, they get the three. And yeah, there's there's going to be it's going to be a fun tournament. A lot of people think that there could be a lot of upsets early. You always like to see that. Um, as I mentioned, there's about ten to fifteen teams that could win it all. If I was betting this thing, and I, I may very well do so, wait, wait, I would bet a wait. lot of the like ten to ones, fifteen to ones. 20 to 1s to win the whole thing and, and try to get a long shot. See if you can uh, strike a little magic if, there, Mark. If you were betting this thing, yeah, what, what yeah. kind of a comment is that? What do you yeah, mean? Yeah, of course if, you got I mean, yeah, like, to bet the thing. If, you, if you're into college basketball and this starts in November and you're going to wait and get all the way to March and then not put a little uh, lettuce on the best floor. Best time to be in Vegas. Yeah, it really what is. are we it's doing? The, oh, best time to be in Vegas is, it, is during March Madness <laughs> and the game's going on. But now there's so many different ways. It was fun back then because you could bet so many games. Now 
now you could take one game and just constantly bet it throughout the game. But March Madness is is, is the absolute best. Well, not only can you bet it live throughout the game, you know, what's the next possession going to be? You can practically do that, but you can also do that now from anywhere. Um, But I'm with you. It's a great weekend to be in Las Vegas. And and so of, of all the times when you go to a sports book, uh, for me, not, it's never more fun than oh. that, that opening weekend for March Madness because there are other times where the sports book will be completely turned all the way up to 10, but it might be because it's an NFL playoff game or something like that and everybody's watching the same thing. Right, there's no right. sound like a sports book when there's a 1,000 people in there and they're watching 16 different games. <laughs> and, and so the cheering is just kind of like constant. And so is the throwing things on floors and ripping parlay cards up and, and all of that. It's 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 what make, makes March Madness part. You see, you know, we talked about what makes NFL so popular, and a lot of people say the gambling. That goes the same thing with March Madness. Also, if you didn't have the the brackets and the in the tournament, you know, the uh, um, you know the, the the betting on the individual games and doing the bracket thing, it wouldn't be nearly as fun as it is right now. That's that's what makes it so popular is the gambling. Well, there's one. There's a second aspect too, and Arnie, it's what I was leading to with regard yeah. to my concern about the new Major League Baseball CBA. I'm I mean, there are no real concerns because at least they have one. That was the only real concern. Right. They're going to play 162 games. That's great. But there's two reasons March Madness is great. Because I will confess to you, I did this once. It was suggested to me. I thought it sounded ridiculous, but I tried it, and it actually does kind of work. Have you ever gone into March Madness? And I know. Hold your breath. Have you ever? Not filled out a bracket. No, that's that's uh, not uh, American. You, I know. You can't do that in the U.S. of it. Never, never even occurred to me not to do something it, like it, that. I no. know it sounds like a question. It sounds uh, like someone asking you, do you like chocolate cake? Like, of course. No, that's answer- like me going to the buffet and getting a right. salad with right. no dressing. No, you can't do that. What are you, what's wrong with you? I, okay, my first reaction was the same thing. But I will tell you this. Yeah. I will tell you this. There's one thing that happens when you don't fill out a bracket, which is come weekend two. And weekend three, you're still into it. Because what happens when you fill out a bracket, 65% of the time, that piece of paper is on the floor with pizza stains Right. by the end of the first four days, and you're like, now I'm ticked. This whole thing went wrong. That stupid three seed couldn't beat a 14, and I had him winning the whole thing, and it all goes to hell. I did it one year. That's the best part, though. Getting all aggravated. I know, but then it's over too fast. Arnie, there was one year I picked Louisville to win the whole dance. The whole dance. And you know on the West Coast, you've had time here, on the West Coast on that opening Thursday, the first game starts at like 9.30 in the morning. Okay? And Louisville was in that game as a three seed. And I had them winning the whole dance. And they lost. Arnie, by 11 a.m., my bracket was done. <laughs> I, I, I spent a, You spent a week on this thing. And you're filling stuff out. And you're moving stuff around. And you're so excited. Oh, you're waiting, for, waiting all year for March Madness. Arnie, it lasted an hour and 54 minutes, and it was over. And I'm like, if you don't fill out a bracket, you stay in this thing a little longer. I'm not saying I ever did it again. I did it once. I won't ever do it again, but there is something to be said for it. Oh, come on. That's like saying if, if, you, if you don't date, that way your heart will never be broken. So, <laughs> so you never go and get a girlfriend. Uh, real quick, can I just uh, bring you a little bit of breaking news? Mary yeah. Kate Cabot's reporting the Browns have given Jarvis Landry permission of to course. seek a trade now that Amari Cooper is on board with them. So that's what league sources are telling Cleveland.com. 
Com. Yeah, there is. Uh, there was no way that Amari and Jarvis, with their salaries, were both going to fit on that roster. Right. So right, it's a complete right. overhaul of the receiving core for the Browns with the earlier season trade of Odell Beckham. Jarvis Landry will be gone too, and now uh, Amari Cooper is going to be the WR one. It would seem. I bet Cleveland addresses that position in the draft as well. Um, but real quick, yes. and I want to get some developing news from Ralph. But but the the other thing that March Madness provides. That, that only a few other sports do, in addition to the bracket and the gambling, is single elim- elimination. That is what makes March Madness so compelling. That is what makes an NFL playoff game, get out of my way, I'm sitting down on the couch and I'm not moving for three and a half hours, intriguing. It, right. it, like Single elimination is huge. You don't get it in the NBA. The last time you and I spoke... Daryl Morey had just made comments about how can we get single elimination into the NBA. I don't know that you can, but wouldn't it be great if you could? I don't know how many people have gone so deep into the MLB new structure to realize the wild card game is gone. It's gone. And it's never coming back. And in baseball, where it's very regional, there's no way I could sit down and watch the Twins play the Rangers on a Tuesday. Bores you to tears unless it's your team. However, I could do it in a wild card game. It was the one game a year where it didn't matter who was playing. I was on the edge of my seat. I wonder if baseball, in an effort to get more money and more teams in the playoffs, lost a little something there. Um, Maybe, perhaps. You're right, because it, there's nothing like that. And when you don't have that, it takes it away. Well, you're trying to wonder, you know, how many people are really watching 162 games, but you're never going to cut it because it comes about money, and that's why they put more teams into the playoffs because it's, again, about money. What they really should do, and I've been s- screaming for this for a long time, do what they do in the minor leagues, go to the split season. That way you have two opening days, two pennant races, um, you have more teams fighting it out toward the end out there um, and maybe uh, more teams get on in. So I would do it like that and that way you go ahead and get more renewed interest um, because when your team's 22 and a half games out of first place in late May, right. what are you really fighting right. yourself for? You know what I mean? Right. Fox Sports Saturday. Mark Willard, Arnie Spanier in for Joy Taylor. Uh, let's get Ralph Irvin in here for a moment. Yes. Okay. We, okay. Ralph's going to jump in here in just a second because uh, there are uh, more details starting to come to light about Will Wade, who has been let go as the head coach at LSU. So we'll have that for you coming up in a minute, plus new broadcast teams, at least in new homes across the NFL. What does it mean? Are you ready for it? Uh, We'll get into that around the corner as well on Fox Sports Radio. All right, Fox Sports Saturday. It's Mark Weather and Arnie Spanier in for Joy Taylor, our own personal appetizer. Then Arnie your regular show tomorrow night. Yes, sir. I'm going to totally uh, just uh, show up. I'm just going to show up uninvited. <laughs> Put your feet up. There I'm going to go. be like the wedding crashers. I'm going to walk in there <laughs> and act like I'm supposed to be there, and we're going to hang out again. Um, and when I say 8 to 11, that is Pacific time, no matter where you are. Thank you for uh, bringing us in. Uh, brought to you by one of our favorite cities, Las Vegas, your home for live sports. And that means all sports, every game, match, race, and competition, it is always on. Now, go on and plan your trip at visitlasvegas.com to see the best 
and brightest in Vegas, the greatest arena on earth. We've had a shuffling of the deck with regard to some big names in NFL broadcasting. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, But let's get Ralph Irvin in here. Some developing news, a furthering of the story, if you will, with Will Wade being let go by LSU. Ralph, what's, uh, what's cooking? Well, basically what happened was LSU received the notice of allegations from the NCAA, and they were so strong that they just said, okay, he's gone. I mean, it's, it's, it was that simple. Um, essentially, there are four elements that they release. One, there's multiple level one violations by Wade himself, five of them to be specific. Uh, he obstructed the investigation or attempted to conceal violations. He exhibited unethical conduct and uh, violations were premeditated, deliberate and committed after substantial planning. Oh. And amongst the uh, things that have been released are texts that had been sent between he and a former fiance of a student athlete that he had paid off <laughs> to keep quiet. Yeah, but this I'm has been sorry, around I'm for laughing. a while though. But it, this is these are allegations go back to what twenty nineteen. Well they they've been yeah. they've been around for three years, but this is the right. official NCAA right. notice. And so once it became official, then they just said, Okay, he's gone and they know that they could fire him with no Compensation. That's because they, he changed his contract after all this came out and they were looking into it, that he changed his contract saying, okay, I'm going to forfeit my $250,000 performance bonus. He agreed not to sue the university if he was fired with cause. But, and, and LSU's not going to have to pay him any I don't know why he did that. Maybe he just wanted the LSU salary for the next two years. Well, but, and he got it. Yeah, he he yeah. made $8 million since this came public. So he certainly has uh, captured that. The interesting thing is amongst all these other things is there are are football allegations as well in there involving money from Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, going to the LSU football program. So there, there is a whole lot involving some bad things. Okay. They're, yeah. they're in Baton Rouge. Well, Ralph, thanks very much for yeah. that. One, Arnie, one thing I'll say on that is, and we watched this once upon a time years ago at USC, if you've got allegations of, as they always call it, a lack of institutional control, right. and that school loves its football more than it loves its basketball, wait till you see how quickly basketball becomes a sacrificial right. lamb. But let, me, let me ask you this, Mark. Is it fair to punish a guy for paying players when you're allowed to pay players now? I'm, I'm just kind of curious on that because things have changed in the last, what, one year? Well, sure, years, sure, so? but you're, you're, you're allowed to pay them in a certain form. You're not allowed to just hand them an envelope with $100,000 and say, come to our school. No, but you know what I'm saying. You know, th- I'm sure th- there would have been an easier way to funnel the money to them. Um, you know, it's like the, letting the people out of jail uh, with marijuana convictions now that marijuana is legal in a lot of states. <laughs> right. it, isn't it kind of the same thing, or am I, am I off, off base on this? Well, I think, again, it all it depends on it depends on the tone. It depends on what they have. If they've got text messages between right, right. him and somebody's fiance. I mean, this all sounds uh, pretty salacious. And you know how it goes. I mean, I hate to sound overly cynical, uh, but but point me to the big, big, big time university with big athletics that isn't doing this. Right. I mean, right. it's it's laughable. I'll take you, and, and I know a lot of people in the town where I'm sitting right now do not like hearing this, but let's go to the Houston Astros and the Los Angeles Dodgers from five, six years ago, and, and, and the big World Series and all of the allegations and the Astros, call them the asterisks, all of that stuff, right? Okay, so if the Astros were doing all that, okay, they, they, they knew every pitch that was coming, especially right. in their home park, and you, the Dodgers, somehow played even Steven to seven games with them, 
How is that possible? You're telling me I got a game between two teams. One of them knows every pitch that's coming. Right. The other one has no clue. And they tied? What are you telling me right now? Uh, right? So, in other words, you're going to tell me that um, LSU is is cheating or Alabama is cheating. and uh, But Duke is somehow the better program. No. Yeah, I mean, yeah, how? Yeah. Like, so, yes. But now that, but I now do that subscribe legal, to yeah. everybody's doing this. Right. But now that it's legal, you don't have to worry about it. There's, you know, you can funnel money to players now so easily. It doesn't make a difference now that you've got the NIL and, and all that out there. I'm just wondering who gets punished in this whole thing. The players do. Of course. You're getting ready for the NCAA tournament. LSU's an NCAA tournament team. Um, and now you're taking away their coach. You're going to let him finish out the year. I don't see what the, what that would have hurt. It was only one more tournament to go, maybe even one more game. So I, I don't know why they had to do it now. Yeah, no, I I, I get that, but again, it all to me that all this it it breaks down to what does somebody know, what does somebody have, and and so it comes down to PR. It's not like uh, it's not like they're doing this because this is quote unquote the right thing to do. They're doing it because they have to do it. Or... Hell, I forgot they were still investigating right. LSU. That's it's what been I mean. so long. It's been so long. I totally the, forgot what. The, it was about the infractions committee goes at whatever pace they need to 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 go right, right? like right. when it was Reggie Bush in USC oh. they took a year and then right at the end of that year Cam Newton was about to play in the national title game yeah, well they were able to come up with a decision in about 24 hours yeah right so they they, they already they move they're like all of us we move as fast as somebody makes you deadline spur action no, you're right. If if your back is against the wall, they'll find to get, give you an answer right away. That's why when you mentioned, uh, just going back to hour number one, that Deshaun Watson's going to go ahead and get a, a NFL suspension, I'm like, ah, oh, pump the brakes. There's a lot of investigating that have to go on. The NFL's going to drag their feet. They haven't done anything yet. It, it, I don't think that's one that's going to result in like 24 hours or anything like that. I smell a friendly wager. Oh, I'm down. I'm down. Deshaun Watson week one. Active or inactive? Active. I'll, I'll take active, inactive. Yeah. All I'll right, so, active, so yeah. what are we doing? What are we putting on that? I'll, uh, you and I both yeah. like to eat. What do we got? What, what, let's do yeah. – yeah, I, come on. I was going to say, I'll, I'll start sending you some maple syrup and some, some goodies from Vermont. Go. How about okay. that? Okay, all right. So yeah. Vermont maple syrup, what can I send you from San Francisco? You need some sourdough? It's going to be kind of hard by the time it gets there. What do you, <laughs> what do you, what do you want? What do you, what do you, you need? You have to figure something to send me out there. All I'm right. All not right. sure, but we'll figure something yeah. out. Yeah, it's on the line. Yeah, I, I think Deshaun definitely gets suspended. But uh, more on that coming up in just a little bit. What do you make of what happens to Monday Night Football now that Joe Buck and Troy Aikman are the squad, what do you mean? What what, what happens to Monday Night Football? I mean, do does think? it yeah. does it does it go back toward its roots? Does it become a bigger deal than than it was? Well, I always thought that we've oversaturated the non-Sundays anyway, um, but I never went ahead and watched games strictly for the announcers. I know some of them enhance the game and make it better, and some you know you don't like, and other people have biases against some of them. But if, if, if I told you the 49ers were playing the Packers, are you ever going to look at me and go, nah, I'm not watching the game. Can't stand Joe Buck or Troy Aikman or whoever, Tony Romo. or You would never say that to me. No. No, the the, the, yeah. the 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 draw in the NFL is the game. However, I do believe in packaging, if you will, Arnie. This, for example, still does something to me. Come on, 
Come on, that doesn't. There's nothing. I got nothing. I got no hair on the back of your neck. Well, I've got Sunday night. I got Monday night. I got Thursday night. I got Saturday football late in the season. I mean, come on. Like, my point is this when you had this music, and I'm not going to disparage anybody, but when you had this lead to. All right, here we are. We're at the game, and we've got three people. No, in the I thought boat. you were going to say Lita. This uh, is Howard Cosell. Well, that's what I'm sorry, talking sorry about. about like when there's when there's some cachet in the room, oh. the music matches the man or the woman or whoever. Like when there's when there's some cachet. That that does something, okay? When Al and Chris are standing there, put the music side by side. Maybe Carrie Underwood is belting it out. Oh, you see, now you you, you gave me a that's my pet peeve. Are we watching a football game or are we going to a concert? I so what are you going to do? Who's the halftime event? Is that going to decide how big the game is? No, or what? Well, no, they, we're going to be there for the game because you've got some dorky running back on your fantasy team. So you're. Am there. I going to see a musician? Am I am I going to see uh, you know somebody that's going to do some juggling too or something? I, I don't. I don't hate it, but what I uh, what I want is for the majesty to match the moment. And and you may accuse me of overstating Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, but they got some juice. They've got juice. And so when that music hits, and then you hear their voices, that works. It works. It works better than it works better than what. They had been doing. Let's and they're getting a lot of money, obviously, for yeah. that. I, I just can't believe that it's come down to this where there's bidding wars for announcers now that Amazon has gotten to the picture. I can see why Amazon wanted to go ahead and, and get some big names because, you know, they're getting into the football you know field and they kind of want to make, obviously, a big splash on that. But I, I think all this moving around and um, the fact that they were able – that Joe Buck is leaving and Troy Aikman's leaving, obviously a lot of money was being thrown around to get those those guys it's absolutely incredible but like i said i'm watching the games i'll enjoy listening to those guys no matter what network they're on uh speaking of big names how about ralph Irvin with an update on what is trending ralph well we have our second team to advance to the ncaa tournament as norfolk state takes the MEAC conference 72 57 beating coppin state so they join vermont as punching a ticket today Semi-final action in the SEC talks. Saw Texas A&M upset number 15, Arkansas, 82-64. They'll next take on the winner of Kentucky and Tennessee. And they are getting started just in the few next few minutes there in the SEC tournament. Number 24, Iowa comes back to win 80-77 over Indiana. They'll face the winner of Michigan State and Purdue on Sunday. Also playing today, it will be the championship in the ACC. Number seven, Duke against Virginia Tech. And at number two, Arizona against number 13, UCLA in the Pac-12. Now, Cowboys trading Amari Cooper and a sixth-round pick to Cleveland for 2022 fifth and sixth-round picks. The Browns have agreed to allow Jarvis and Landry to seek a trade, although there's still a possibility he could stay with the team. It's a question of if anybody wants to pay his current price tag to get him. If not, then they may rework a deal that he would stay with the Browns. It's still going to be up in the air. And back to uh, college basketball news. LSU firing head coach Will Wade. Five level one allegations uh, in a notice of allegations against Wade himself. Multiple allegations against the entire athletic department, essentially football and basketball. Uh, Eight total level one allegations alleged against LSU. 
in both football and basketball saying that they have a lack of institutional control. So <laughs> it's a bad scene there, and it's not just on the hardwood for the Tigers. But it's a good scene here as we send it back to Mark Willard and Arnie Spain. Well played, sir. Very, very well played. Uh, speaking of well played, I, I wonder what's going on here. Do you want the latest update on the Freddie Freeman stakes? Yeah, what's going on? I thought it would be done. I, I actually thought that they'd, the way they were talking last night that there was a deal you know, getting done right away. Well, have you noticed in baseball that's a trend? I, I yes. mean, how many times? <laughs> oh, 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 we got a deal? We got a, oh, no, 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 no. We hate each other. We don't have a deal. No, we got a deal? We, no, we hate each other. We don't have a deal. Okay, now we got a deal. So here's the latest. John Hayman and just a few minutes ago, the Dodgers at the least have emerged as a very viable alternative for superstar Freddie Freeman, who winters in Corona Del Mar. Doesn't that sound beautiful? Oh, that's beautiful. I love uh, that. Which, by the way, I, I love nationally, people be, oh, that's right next door. That takes about 17 hours to drive from LA to Corona Del Mar. It's about 12 <laughs> miles, maybe. No, I'm kidding, but it's actually much further than that. But um, yeah, that that's not close. But anyway, uh, Braves aren't talking, but some others get the feeling they think the Braves would be fine with Matt Olson, free agent from the A's, assuming they can get him. Bigger money likely for him, meaning Freeman, in L.A. Heyman also brings up that as of last night, the Yankees were still in on Freeman as yeah, well, geez. but who knows? So here you go. This is this is big game hunting, and, and Freeman, it's going to come down to, I think, you know, what What sort of makes him tick. And, and if he wants to take this as his opportunity to go to one of the flagship franchises in baseball, it looks like that opportunity is going to be there for him. Yeah, so be it. And, and what better team than the Dodgers? I mean, talk about a loaded team. And now we find out it looks like Kershaw is going to go ahead and come on back also. He's back, yeah. He's yeah, back so, on a one-year deal. Um, everybody's The whole gang is back, and they're ready to win a World Series. They're certainly, I, I think, would be the favorites, no doubt about that. But, oh, they're going to be the betting favorite, no, yeah, yeah. no matter matter what even though they lost Corey Seager I mean they're yeah they're they're loaded the dollars are there uh, it'll be interesting though now with the new CBA and the luxury tax and all of that to see how some of the uh the big market teams as they're called uh it'll be interesting to see if that sort of affects their 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 current spending approach what do you mean like if they're going to go ahead and uh, the teams are going to start spending more to keep up with the Joneses kind of like that or well what? or or if the big market teams are going to start spending a little bit less i mean the the Dodgers and the Yankees have always walked into the party and said we will spare no expense and and you wonder now that that is going to get even more expensive to take that approach in the new agreement well, I know the Red Sox, uh, who w- were cutting back the last couple of years, are now, uh, I guess, uh, supposedly on the market for, for some players also. So I think they're going to be in the spending mode. I'm not so sure about the Mets, so I- I'm not sure which way they're going to move. I kind of get the feeling they're, they're not going to be spending any more money than they than they really have to. And the Yankees are always o- going to go ahead and be a buyer also. But you're right, the, the big the big shots will always have money to spend. The other guys, not, not so much at all. Okay, we're heading into that week where you know what everybody wants, Arnie, and I bet you have some. So we can do that coming up in about 10 minutes. Everybody needs a sleeper. Yeah, oh, everybody's yeah. looking for a sleeper because all you want to do, it doesn't even matter if you win money, you just want to look smart at the office or with your friends. So uh, we'll get to some sleepers uh, and maybe the opposite too, teams that are a little bit too highly rated. I've got a very, very good one. Um, so we'll have that coming up in a few. But circling back to all of the quarterback talk, to 
Deshaun Watson cleared of everything from a legal standpoint, at least in criminal court. Carson Wentz now has his new home with the Commanders. So we've got what? The Seattle Seahawks. We've got the Colts, the Saints, the Bucks, the Steelers, the Panthers. These teams are all still begging for a quarterback. And Carolina made it yep. known that they're begging for a quarterback. Absolutely. So Deshaun Watson is now in play. The price will be incredibly high. Jimmy Garoppolo is probably your your B target, at least as it currently sits. And then it, it goes down from there. And then there could also be the surprise quarterback. You mentioned Baker Mayfield. Yeah. May, maybe a Kirk Cousins could there be another trade out there? How uh, how do you sort of see it? How do you see the dominoes falling right now? Well, I, I, okay, starting starting at the top. Obviously, we we know that Russell Wilson is going to be playing for Denver now. The with with Cleveland getting a, a wide receiver uh, in Amari Cooper, does that mean it's just going to go to Baker Mayfield or does Baker Mayfield? I think Cleveland's going to want to get Deshaun Watson. I think that's what's going on here, and that Baker Mayfield will be moved or maybe be part of a trade to send them to the Texans, which the Texans would be happy to have him because he has one year left on a contract mark so you're not tied in for the long term if he plays good um then go ahead maybe you sign him i know you said they're happy with their quarterback now from um was it stanford is that where he was from? yeah davis yeah. mills yeah davis right. mills so, out of stanford it, it, it was interesting yeah. yeah i don't know if he's if they're ready to just be like okay you're our starter but he did enough i mean of all the rookie quarterbacks last year that got so much discussion trevor lawrence zach wilson obviously trey lance who didn't play much for the 49ers, Justin Fields, Mac Jones was the most successful. They went to the playoffs, but Davis Mills was probably second if you're just looking at numbers and records. Right. He, like he came in and he did some things. And so to the fire, you know, not really knowing what was going to from, happen from one week to the next. Right. But I actually, we talked about this in hour one that Colin Kaepernick um, will be signed by Seattle. I think he's going to go ahead and at least be on the, um, you know, the, the early roster in the preseason, see if he could make a team, see if he could push for a starting job job. Why wouldn't you do that if you're Seattle? You can't give me one reason not to sign him. There's not going to be a backlash. He still wants to play. He put out the video that he's still staying in the shape. Quote, unquote, the best shape of my life. You have really nobody to play quarterback other than Locke. Um, why not have a competition out there? Pete Carroll, 70 years old. There's no reason whatsoever um, that Seattle would not pick up Colin Kaepernick to have at least a, a competition to see what's there. Yeah, I, I agree with you. However, I will I will predict that it's not going to happen. I, I haven't understood for years why it didn't why, happen. Though? Why though? Why? No, you're still right. biased against them, or yeah, what? Yeah, it's just it's just become one of those things. I just think everybody's moved on. Um, I don't think they should. I don't know. See the, the the other question of this, and and I have a question about this from a few different front offices. We don't know what they know. We don't know what they feel. What is Seattle's plan at quarterback? We're clueless. Like there's nothing obvious. What is the Colts' plan at quarterback? We've all decided it's Jimmy Garoppolo. Right. We don't, we don't know, know that. Right. What's the Eagles' plan? Are they going to stick? Are they going to stay? Or are they going to run? I, we don't know. The Vikings, we, we, we don't actually know. You and I haven't even mentioned Tom Brady yet. What if he factors into all of this for some team? Do the 49ers actually— Do you think he's coming back? I feel like he's going to be on a team I, in week one also. I feel I, like that's I happening. I think he wants to come back. I am totally convinced he's not done playing football, but there are things to work out, which is, A, how do you work your way off of the Bucs? That well, is, that's very easy. That's a, No, but it's a standoff. Like The Bucs are trying to act like that's going to be a big, uh, no, you know, a big no, asset no. trade. And then you have to have the team that wants him, and I 
I know that sounds silly. There will be plenty of uh, of teams that want him, but that has to match with with where he wants to go. Tom's not going anywhere unless they're oh. ready to win a Super Bowl this year. He'll be the quarterback of the 49ers week one. You, you think so? That. Oh, come on. Stop like you don't know that. You know he's going to be the quarterback. I, you know, <laughs> you can, the way he's talking on these I, like podcasts and stuff like that, stop it. Noah. I, I don't come know on. that at all. And in fact, I do believe, uh, against all hope, that the 49ers who passed on him once and they have egg on their face because of it, Arnie, I, I, I think they're going to do it again. No! I think they're going to do no. it. Yes, yes. And, I, and I'll tell you why. Uh, coming up here in, uh, in just a few, if cold candidate calls aren't turning into hot hiring leads, then you need Indeed because Indeed's powerful hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all from one place. Find your next great hire visiting Indeed.com slash credit. It's Fox Sports Saturday. In for Joy Taylor, Mark Willard, Arnie Spanier, Fox Sports Radio. Does that sound ridiculous, brother? The idea that Tom Brady calls and you're just like, nah, we're good. Impossible. You can't do that. They already did it once. Nah, that was once. You can't, that's like turning down a date with the same uh, supermodel twice. You can't do it. I mean, if you're already otherwise spoken for, it's absolutely the right thing to do, <laughs> is it not? I guess at that point, uh, yes, maybe you are. So, so here's my question for yeah. you, because actually um, we could even do a little exercise. Will you count down with me, Arnie, three, two, one? Can you, can you just, can we do that together? All right, let's okay, do it. Okay, ready? All right, here yeah. we go. All right, three. Three. Two, one. one. That's how quickly the 49er fan base will turn on their executive brass if they sign Tom Brady. No, that, what, what is here's, wrong with you? Here's what I mean. Yeah. The excitement the fan base will feel will last for about that long before the co-headline comes in, which is, great, you got Tom Brady, you're the Super Bowl favorite now, dot, 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 you're now also admitting you made a massive mistake on Trey Lance. And you can't do one without the other. I'm sorry. So what's the big deal, though? Is Green Bay, nobody saying anything about Green Bay and Jordan Love and being a massive mistake by bringing it back Aaron Rodgers? As long, and they didn't even win a Super Bowl, Mark. Totally different. I mean, Jordan Love was what, the 26th pick in the draft? But you traded up to get him, though, did right. you not? Do you yeah. remember what they traded? No, I have no idea. Exactly. But we remember exactly <laughs> what the 49ers traded. They traded three first round draft picks. Yeah, but you're talking about a year at most, and when you're bringing in the best quarterback in the history of football for that one year, uh, I would say that's special circumstance, and that's what you're getting here. He might not be happy about it, Trey Lance, but he can't pass up on somebody like Tom Brady. Who gets two years on the bench as the number three pick in the draft? Again, the number three pick in the draft. You don't get that anymore. I don't care that he went to North Dakota State. So did Carson Wentz. By year two, he was tracking on being the MVP of the league before he tore his ACL. What do you Trey, think the records would be if it was Trey Lance and Tom Brady? What would the records be if they both started? Uh, it would be better with Tom. However, much better. However, not, not a little, much great, better. Great. So that's one year. And yeah. now what are you doing for the next eight? That's it. You're done, then, now Trey Lance is going to be the starter well, Except for that. you. Now you've got to make a decision on a contract extension for him after his first year of playing, which would be year three, which is a disadvantageous position, number one. And number two, Kyle Shanahan started off this year as a guy where people were questioning him. People were absolutely questioning him. Now, they ended up in the NFC title game. It's calmed it down. But his future and that of John Lynch have been tied directly to Trey Lance. 
So you're going to not only delay that further, but you are going to get people chirping about, oh, see, if you actually liked Trey Lance after watching him in camp for a year, you'd be playing him now. But instead you went with Tom Brady. That's an admission what would happen if this that was it was the, a bust. What would happen if this was the old way when you used to draft and sign those first-round picks to big money and the right. contract? That, could you imagine? Then what? There'd be no talk be, about it. He'd be starting last year. I because guess. Trey Lance would be making $70 million yeah. <laughs> right over over. To sit on the years. bench, yeah. Right, you're exactly right. Yeah. So now... The Jordan deal- Love, though, same thing with Jordan Love would happen. They would have forced Aaron Rodgers out. I guess, but again, I, you know this. The difference between the third pick and the 26th pick is forever. Right, It's yes, forever. Yeah. So, right, right. I, you know, I, that that factors in here. Uh, I, get, I get it. I get that it's Tom Brady. I get the whole thing. But, man, it's time to play Trey. I mean, it's not another year on the bench. No, it's time to play for a Super Bowl, and that's what you're getting with Tom Brady. I'm not playing people just because it, it, this isn't a little school, middle school. Who's next up? Little Johnny has yeah, to go but, in now. But, but but couldn't they compete for a Super Bowl, or at least that's their hope with Trey Lance? No, multiple not like Tom times. Brady. No, no, but multiple times over the next seven years, for example. But is it stunted? Are there hurt feelings? Does that no. all go to hell if you acquire Tom Brady in year two? Yeah, toughen up, Buttercup. I don't oh, care wow. about the. I don't care about the hurt feelings. <laughs> I, you're playing in the NFL. Look, everybody's job is on the line in the NFL, unless your name is Aaron Rodgers right now. So I, I don't want to hear that. You know that, that your feelings are hurt because I brought in another quarterback for one year. You know. Spe- speaking of hurt feelings, I might hurt some feelings right now. But uh, here's the team you want to stay away from. Do not advance USC too far. In your bracket. Why? You know, Why? The, the, this is a team whose metrics, right? We're in an age of advanced analytics, Arnie. Right, right. This is a team whose analytics do not match its ranking. They do not match, uh, you know, its, its win-loss record. Lots of close victories for that team this year. That's my tip to you, USC. I don't think makes the second week. In March Madness this year. So stay I away from them. I, I remember yeah. you talking about Davidson. I know we're short on time. They're going to be like an 11 seed. I like them a lot. Watch out for them. And, of course, my Vermont Catamounts will be a 13 seed. Uh, yeah, well, and based on the way they just played, what, did they lose one conference game all year? Yeah, they, Is that right? 17-1, I believe. Okay, all right. Well, and you just said something. That's interesting. You said we're short on time. Uh, no, we're not. No, tomorrow. No, yeah, we get to do three more hours tomorrow night, 8 to 11 Pacific. I look forward to that. Arnie, we'll talk to you then, See okay? Ya. Fox Sports Radio continues.